Kirk, how you doing? Good question mark. Ooh. <laughs> mysterious Kirk. Mm, mysterious Kirk. Ooh. Is he What's good he or is he lying? We don't Where's know. this guy coming from? He's so mysterious yeah. and dark. Yeah. Ooh. Anti-hero Kirk. <laughs> Anti-hero Kirk. Question mark because of the topic we're going to discuss now. Okay. Go ahead and introduce it. This is your episode. This is my episode. Yeah. I said, hey, Paul, let's talk about the music from the year 2000. No, no, no. The music videos. Music videos from the year 2000. Yes, that's the topic. Yes, music videos from the year 2000. I mean, long ago, you gave me a batch of topics that you wanted to do, and I've had this batch of topics, and I said, we needed a topic. I said, here's the one you gave me that we haven't done yet. Pick one. (laughs) And you plucked this one. Yep. And I said, this is going to be almost all you. Yes. And as it turns out, it's all you. Yes. Yeah. But it's not all me in the sense of Neo Soul, Kirk, go with it. This is music videos in the 2000 from a year you go, woof. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. Now, I've mentioned... Several times in the history of this podcast, and, and recently, if I recall, that my years in high school mm. are the worst years for music ever. 1996 to 2000. Yeah. And when we were putting this episode together, I went to the Internet Music Video Database, which is a website with... Like, every music video ever Mm -hmm. cataloged in it. And you can search by year. And I was like, they're probably... I can't... I was like, I can't off the top of my head think of a single... And I, like, went onto my music app Mm -hmm. and looked at songs. I'm like, I can't think of a single thing from my junior and senior year or my freshman year of college that was from that year that I like and... That has a music video that I know and is interesting. Because I didn't want to just pick, like, these are songs I like. Yeah. We also watch videos on this podcast, so yeah. the video had to be watchable. So I went to the Internet Music Video Database and went through every music video that was listed for 2000 that they had. And there still was not one. <laughs> there were, I did find a few songs yeah. that I liked, that I knew and liked. But I either wasn't familiar with the music video, or I was, and I was like, well, the music video is nothing. It's, yeah. it's just a non-interesting video, so I didn't want to pick those either. So I've contributed nothing to this episode. <laughs> there was, when you, when you've talked, it's funny, when you've talked about, you know, the dearth of those years in 2000. This is the peak of Limp Bizkit. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And it's also the peak of boy bands. Yeah, and, and just other not good crap. Moments. And it, and that's the thing. When you said it, and then you're like, yeah, maybe you do this because I can't really contribute. And yeah. I was like, okay, fine. And I was like, Paul's just being Paul. And then I went through and I was like, no, Paul's kind of right. It's bleak. It's bleak. The yeah. stuff that I picked is stuff that – I didn't pick anything that I hate. Yeah. None of this is I hate. Some of it I love. Mm-hmm. Some of it I'm like, we have to play because it's stupid. <laughs> There was everything. a lot of yes. stupid shit. There was there's a lot of stupid stuff in here. Yeah. There's nothing here that I don't know or never saw or never heard. Everything I saw or heard. Well, I mean, here's what I'm willing and and goddamn hoping to have happen is that there will be a song 
or a music video that I just don't know that I'll end up liking. That would be interesting. It's not that I'm saying nothing here is yeah. possibly going to be good, but if it's good, I just have I'm yes. not familiar with it yet. So there's some stuff here that you've picked that definitely fucking sucks. Oh yeah. Uh, there's there's a few things that I don't know at all. Oh, artists who I've never heard of. Okay. Or artists who I've heard of, but I don't know the song. So I'm I'm hoping that's something I'll be like, I like this. I'm hoping for one. Just one. Here's what I even thought, and this this made me like go crazy. I was like, ooh, you know what will definitely happen? Let me see what videos Spike Jones directed in 2000. Because oh. there's got to be yeah. something, right? He didn't make any music videos in 2000. It was weird because like 1999 had a lot of good, interesting stuff. But specifically, he made Praise You, the Fatboy Slim video in 1999. Yeah. And he made Weapon of Choice, that the, the Fatboy Slim video with Christopher Walken, in 2001. Yeah. But he didn't make any videos just in 2000. Fucking, Not a one. Yeah. It was just this fucking dead year. It's a dead zone. Yeah. And some of the stuff I'm really interested in to hear... What was your 2000? Your year 2000? What was your year 2000? Well, I told you. Well, here's the other thing is I some of the songs and some of the ones that are on this list. The year 2000 for me is senior year of high school and freshman year of college. It should have been a fucking championship yeah. year in my life. Yeah. The fact that pop culture was so goddamn shitty. I don't have like great memory. But wow. You know what I mean? Like I have memories of music, but it's all shit. 2000 was, well, we'll get into the music of it. I mean, what was good that year? Survivor that summer? <laughs> that was cool, but I didn't yeah. watch it. I didn't yeah. watch it. I watched the finale once it had taken what off. What were you like, doing in 2000? Getting ready to graduate high school. And then like, but ready. like, what was your day? What were you doing? Who were you with? Well, who, what, what clubs were you doing? Well, I didn't do clubs. <laughs> what are you, crazy? I've never been a joiner. <laughs> I hate groups. What did you do? I mean, I had, I was in, like, my social life was like my quartet of pals. Okay. Uh, uh, me, Bean, Jeff, and Big Patty. Love those names. <laughs> Love all of those names. We hung around. Uh, Jeff uh, was usually driving because he had a car. Mm-hmm. He was like a year older, so he had a car earlier. Mm-hmm. And tooling around Providence. We would drive around and, and like, listen to music, but, like... I was already sort of over the doors, but Jeff was just getting into the doors. We both had really loved, we all had really loved Rushmore. We listened to the Rushmore soundtrack. That's a great soundtrack. So that uh, that was a big. Was Punk there for you then? Not quite. Okay. Not quite. Um, I remember having a mixtape that I listened to with Bean a lot that had like the Beatles and Donovan on it. And like, so yeah, I had, I was listening to music, but I was not listening to current music because it was bleak. And like I remarked on the show recently, I wonder if, if music had been better during my formative years, if I would have been such a music nerd or if I would have been like the typical person who just kind of listened to what was current then and then that for the rest of my life. Because I wouldn't have been what I maybe I wouldn't have been forced to discover like probably my dad's not, music and then branch not out. as deep, yeah. not as deep, definitely, yeah, not as deep. So maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Could be. Yeah, maybe it was meant to be. Or actually, maybe if this hadn't become my hobby, I'd be a more well-adjusted person <laughs> with like more achievements and oh, God. less of an insufferable pedantic <laughs> music nerd. No, if I had chosen something else. This to do. is what we want you to be. <laughs> 2000 for me, this is the difference. 2000 for me, I was 
29 slash 30. Yeah. I uh, had been in L.A. about three years. Was doing theater. Doing a lot of theater. Working a day job. And I that was the year I went on Rock and Roll Jeopardy. I, I may have watched you. I've, I've said before. My, yeah. my father and I used to watch Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Yeah. I may have watched you. I mean, one of these days, I found the tape. I got to convert it and we'll yeah, watch it. Yeah. Uh, but that would be a whole episode. Yeah, I, just I also convert. like that you very modestly say, I was on Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Yeah, I, I you, won. You don't say, yeah, <laughs> if I were you, I'd be like, that's when I won Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Because you were on it and you won. I was on it and I won because yeah. it was a very, once we watch it, it'd be like, oh, this is a very lackluster episode. Okay. It wasn't a nail biter. It wasn't a, I didn't shellac people. Oh. It was just kind of very mid. Yeah. Um, and because it was Rock and Roll Jeopardy, I couldn't come back. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't, didn't allow that. It so it was not a, it was a one and done. But it, it, uh, it, uh, maybe I got money that, sur- let me survive for a year in LA. So Wait, how good. much did you win on Rock and Roll Jeopardy? I won like almost $7,000. Okay. And you know, I was young, not married and just with Ann. So we had money to spend. I'll take a free $7,000 yeah. anytime. $7,000 right? and a $1,000 Sony card. Which I bought. A That's hot... seven thousand dollars then, which is probably like ten grand. Yeah, it now. was good. Yeah, it was a good amount. And then I got a thousand dollar Sony card, which I used to buy a high eight camera oh. and a Sony Sportsman, and then two CDs. One of them, which I'll tell you about when we do the episode. Okay. Yes. Oh, I, I can mention this too because you said what groups did you join? I actually did. When I got to college, I joined the newspaper as an entertainment. I reviewed albums and, and... I mean, dude. I only did it for a short while. And I don't remember... I, I did review a, like a John Hyatt album. <laughs> and, and like shitty albums from a bunch of bands yeah. that you've never heard of and I haven't thought about in 22 years. But I do remember my first entertainment staff meeting when they were doling out... Uh, the assignments mm-hmm. and one of the biggest, most anticipated albums of the year came out the fall that I started college in 2000. And they were like, they were like, who wants to review this? What like kind of expecting, yeah. like you're all going to be ripping each other's yeah, throats out, try, like diving, like yeah. me, 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 let me do it. And no one wanted to review it. And it's because it was the album. I know you'll remember this album title because it's <laughs> the, Greatest, and by greatest, I mean worst of all mm-hmm. time. Chocolate Starfish and the Hot oh, Dog Flavored yeah. Water. Yeah. The third Limp Bizkit oh, album. God. The big one. Boy, that was huge. It was a big deal. Yeah. And they were all like, okay, some only one of you can review you it. Guys so, you guys decide. Yeah. Who's it going to be? And we were all like, none of us? Because we'd have to listen to that. <laughs> no, thank you. Yes. <laughs> so I didn't review that, oh, but I remember them hysterical. being like, here it is. Advanced I, copy. Earn it. Yeah. Earn it. <laughs> Ugh. Barf. 2000 was gross. Mm, yeah. It and it gross. didn't get better until uh, Speaker Box The Love Below, I think, in 2003. 2003, yeah. yeah. I, I see that. I can see that. Like Most of the time I was in college. Yeah. There yeah. was some outlines. And then Hey Ya came out, and it was like such a breath of fresh <laughs> air. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. But 2000 is dismal, dude. Yeah. Dismal. We're going to start out with something you're going to like, though. Okay. There is, there is 
one thing on here that I... I'm, it's not that it's good, but I have fond memories okay. of it. There's a lot of fond memories of it. <laughs> I mean, the first one I'm catering to. Oh, you. the first one is great. Yes. And it actually, I do love this. Um, I don't know the video. And also, I was like, oh, this came out in 2000? I would have squarely thought it was in the 90s. I thought it was too. Yeah. And I was generally, this is uh, MOP anti which mm-hmm. we've talked about a lot. One of the... Best songs of all time. I, we we uh, put it as one of our best hyphy songs when we did the uh, the COVID uh, episode. It's come up a lot. I don't think we've ever listened to we've it. We've never listened to yeah. it. It get, I still listen to it to this day. Yeah. It's great. It was in You Got Served, which is the year 2000, which is a great oh, and bad okay. dance movie. <laughs> but this, this song and this video, when I watched it, I was like, oh, I remember this. And I'm like, I'm, are we sure this isn't 95? That's what I thought too. Yeah. But then also, on the other hand, I never heard this song until way after it came out. Oh, okay. I think the first time I heard this song might have been in like 2009. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So for me, it's not a 2000 yeah. song in either sense. And, and I don't remember it from that time. I don't have memories of that year yeah. attached to the song. I love it. But for me, it's like only technically a song from yeah, 2000. That's interesting. But at least it's something awesome we can have on this yeah. episode. This comes up hard. This is why I started with this. Yeah, and I don't know the video. I'm sure I've seen it maybe before. The video, the video brings the ruckus. I, this whole song brings the ruckus. <laughs> yeah. I got to turn the volume way up. Any up? Oh, yeah. that intro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And I think the first several times I heard it, yeah. I didn't realize, oh, they're rapping about a burglary. Oh, yeah. I had no <laughs> idea. First couple, stick up song. first couple times I was like, oh, oh, it's a stick up song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this makes you just want to go out and get in a fist fight. Oh, you're just like, someone come at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting, the video, it's got that kind of sheen of 2000. Oh, for sure. It really does. It's yeah. got that high color. But the song still sounds like 95 to me. Yeah. And I know MOP. I don't know or care about any other song. <laughs> don't yeah. even, don't know. I don't yeah. want to know. Yeah. This is that good. It's a very pure one. Yes. Wonder, that Kidnap that <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like this and I got five on it. It's just like you, you, those bands, they just need one. They just were. And that's got to be it for Yeah. Him. I mean, this still holds up. This is a rare 2000 that you're like, yeah, this it's, Yeah, it exists out of time. It's yeah, it is totally out of time. Yeah. yeah. All rap videos look like this in the year 2000. Yeah, it's so aggressive. It's so aggressive. <laughs> and just that, like, the it's in the daytime and it's so bright. Yeah, high contrast. High contrast is what that is, yeah. Yeah, everything was ugly that, like... Visually, yeah. sonically, it was just the worst. Yeah, like, I would like... This video fits the time and fits the song. Yeah. But I feel this song deserves a better video. The song is so good, I want like an epic, yeah, the, the like video, Wu-Tang Clan video. We haven't talked about the video. The videos, they're, they're performing for a... The street party. Yeah, it's like a block party in yeah. Brooklyn. And they're performing for a cloud. And I'm like, 
This song is so you feel it so strongly. Yeah. Like narratively, you said yeah, it's about a rabbit. Like they could have made like something really cinematic. Yes, but they're exactly. also not an established artist. No, and it's like the budget was probably low. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? They're like, let's just get your friends. We'll shoot it in the hood. Yeah. And uh, we'll do high, contra- high contrast and slow-mo. And the thing about this song is, I mean, was it a, was it a big hit? Did it I know. Make, you know what I mean? Like, no, it's so. not a song that everybody knows or yeah. that, like, defined the year. Yeah. Or maybe that probably didn't, like, make the record company a lot of money right away. So, you know what I mean? It's not even something you could say, like... You should have known it would have been a huge hit, and you should have poured money into a music video. It's yeah, like, that didn't even happen. Yeah, this isn't a this isn't a rap song that everyone knows. Right, but those who know it go, oh yeah, this is yeah. A, this is a fucking great song. It's like knock if you buck. It's like yes, it's like sort of like just a perennial song that yes. everyone loves if they know it, but it's not a, a Billboard number. One, yeah, it's you know, not like. a huge a Billboard hit. Yeah. And, but yet it's not underground. Right. It's oh, just so it's yeah. this interesting middle ground. Knock <laughs> a few buckets from the south, and this is like the Brooklyn version yeah. of that. Oh, uh, look at that. Yeah. I mean it was BMG music, that's a big company. Yeah, sure. It's not it's not quite underground, yeah. but it, yeah. Like I said, I never heard it until years later. Yeah. Still good. Yeah. It rules. Yeah. And that dude looks like Fife kind of. It does. Looks yeah. like a, a more hardcore Fife. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it deserved a better music video, but it's probably the best music video they could have made with whatever budget they had for it. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah. All right. This next one, uh, this is 50-50 whether you know this dude. I Did you have him on like the Neo Soul episode? I might have. Is he a Neo Soul dude? Kind of. Because I don't know the name, but I was kind of like, if... I was like, I think this is just a Kirk person, and he might have had it on a previous like. I don't think I put episode. him on. This is Craig David. Yeah, uh, don't know the Seven name. Days. He's British. Okay. Um, this is Craig David came in with two huge songs. No, I don't think I put him on. But he two huge songs back to back. The first one was "Fill Me In." Uh-huh. The second one was Seven Days," and everyone went, "Here's the new R&B guy. Here yeah. he is." He'll be here forever. He's not going anywhere. He's that good. See, now that doesn't necessarily narrow it down because you've said that about multiple people you like who yeah. you've brought to the show where it starts like that and then it's like, and then they kind of didn't do anything after that. Does he maybe have one or two more hits? Yeah. This guy at the moment of 2000, people liked him so much. My brother liked him. Yeah. My brother, my brother's not a big R&B guy, but he's like, oh, Craig David, man. Yeah. I so, still, I still think he's a guy you you had on the neo solo. If I but, did, it might have been fill me in because I didn't put seven days. Seven days yeah. is a better song. I love seven oh, days. Oh, it's not a problem. But I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to remember and I can't. Yeah, I but can't you've either. talked about people before where that's their story. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy was going to be the next this big guy, thing, yeah. and then he just wasn't. It just <laughs> didn't happen. Which is, I mean, par for the course. Did yeah. this, did this guy do like one album? He did like two at least. Okay, two at least. This. But this was also like, again, he came out of nowhere and you're like, who's this British dude named Craig David with these two huge songs? Yeah. This is a great song and a so by the book 2000 R&B video <laughs> that you're like, okay, okay. Okay. Because it even starts out with a little like talking, a little talkie talkie yeah. in like the barbershop. Oh, like a skit? Oh. Yeah. He's at the barbershop. He's at the barbershop. Oh, 
Yeah, there's a little sun. There's a little okay, you got to take your hat off, off right? Well, I, let me tell you, I'm at the strangest whole week ever. Yeah. I can see. I can see. <laughs> so you had a strange week. Yeah. Oh, now the video is the story. Of yes. Because the song is called Seven Days. Got it. In this song, you're going to hear it and you're like, this is 2000 as fuck. <laughs> The, the guitar. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on, man. That's so 2000. <laughs> Holy shit. When I heard it again the last week, I was like, this is so 2000. Yeah. That little, like, talkie with the... Yeah, with the effect. Right. Yeah. So the girl, like, she lost her heel. Yeah. And see, now he's telling a story because it's a story song. See, weird things are happening to him. Are they? I can't even... Well, someone messed up his shoes. The yeah. girl broke a heel. A balloon went by. And but how he... is a girl breaking her heel something that happened to him? Like, would you even remember that five minutes after <laughs> no. you saw it? But then a the girl asked him his name. Oh, okay. Or his number. Here, the hook is coming up. I'll see if you know the hook. The hook is is pretty famous. Okay. It's not it's not yet. But everyone sang the hook mostly. It's the song is known for this hook. We made love on Wednesday and then Thursday and Friday and Saturday. We chilled on Sunday. That's the hook. And that's the best part of the song. Never heard it before in my life. That's crazy talk. No, it's not, man. I was listening to fucking Donovan and the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> but you had to have had and the, the Rushmore soundtrack. How did you not like have a radio on somewhere? I never listened to pop radio. Wow. Because it but was just, garbage. You're in a pizza parlor in Providence. There's someone's radio's on and no, this is on. They're playing Dean Martin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This song was a big song. Yeah. No. I mean, I might have heard it, but it sounds... It sounds, it sounds like, like anything else. else. Yeah. Now, you haven't... There's something else very 2000 about this that you haven't addressed, which is like the pencil-thin, ultra-groomed yes. goatee. Right there, yeah. yeah. So, like, it's just all jaw and lip. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and again, even with M.O.P., see, the day keeps happening. Oh, yeah, it's a groundhog day. It's a groundhog day. She broke her heel again. No, it is a great hook. It's great. That's the rest no, of the song. I don't, I don't care that I much. never heard of it. The yeah. hook is huge. Like this is one of those like all of a sudden I'll just start singing this. Yeah, just yeah. the hook. And I don't even know the rest of the song. I can't sing the rest of the song. Why would you? Why would I? I just know the hook. <laughs> and so the hook goes like like if you're just like oh I got to do this on Wednesday. Took it for a drink on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Song's not over yet. Oh, they stop it. They for stop it for unnecessary scares. Because it's because it's two thousand. I love when they stop the song. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite part of the music video. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, like to me. That was very Tony Braxton. Yes. You could close your eyes, and I could tell you, hey. This is John B. You know John B. from Providence. I think. Oh wait, wasn't that wasn't John B. from Providence? That, that's what you're thinking. Is of? that who I was, I was thinking of? Yeah, probably. Okay. 
Who was around at this time? Yeah. Yeah. But he's a white guy with a pencil thin mustache and goatee. And is he the one who just had like one album and then kind of like yeah, found two Jesus big songs or something or like? No, I think he still plays. He oh, still okay. tours. Like he'll open for like Keith Sweat. Okay. Yeah. Oh, See, he paused it. it. Stop the song again. Awesome. <laughs> what is this? That Public Enemy video? Where they just... <laughs> he rewinds it because he's he's not going to live that Groundhog's Day. Nailed it. Uh, I forgot about this part. He has Ferris Bueller powers. He does. But I watch. See, he he handles it well. Play. Yeah. And he's like, Sam. So I so I stopped time. <laughs> He's telling the barber. So what I did is I stopped time. Yeah. You're like, yeah. You know how you know how when you live your life, there's just like that pause button in the corner. You yeah. Don't press anytime. Yeah. So you just decided to press it. So I decided to press it, and everything was great. Yeah. yeah. That's Craig David. Seven days. Ooh, and then he fucks the girl at the end. Yes. Because he's not gonna not. Yeah. And then they but they chilled but, on Sunday. But they didn't fuck on Sunday. No, they chilled. They chilled. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't fuck they on ordered, Sunday. They ordered. Uh, uh, moons over Miami delivered <laughs> for, uh, on DoorDash and just you know I thought you were going to say they didn't fuck on Sunday because of the Lord no <laughs> no. no they slept they slept in and then they ordered breakfast yes. so that's my idea of perfect Sunday morning <laughs> that's not your, going to church <laughs> that's your chill on Sunday <laughs> I hope one day that took just barrels into your head for just a minute it's not that I don't like it, but I think I will forget it. <laughs> I can see that. Because it, it wasn't a part of my life, and I only heard it once. Uh, I might be struggling to remember. It's like, what is it? What did they do on Monday again? I legit forgot about Craig David Yeah, for a good 10 or 15 years. And, you know, it wasn't this episode, but maybe like three or four years. I was like, oh, yeah, Craig David. Yeah. Yeah, he had a thing. <laughs> In but, 2000. But totally forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't what I was doing in 2000. Okay. I got super into uh, Conan O'Brien when I got to college because I could finally stay up late. Okay, and that's I started something. watching Conan. Well, every then maybe there's some artists on there that were there. Yeah, probably not that I picked. But. <laughs> that's part of what I was doing. Yeah, see, that's a thing. Uh, what is next? Next Let's is see. oh, you oh. know this. Now, did you put this on here only because we talked about her a couple of mini episodes ago, and I talked about how much I hate this song? Yes. <laughs> and then I looked then you, at it and with fingers crossed going, please be 2000, please be 2000. Oh, yeah. Now, this is one, like I said, because my year was divided between mm-hmm. senior year of high school and freshman year of college. And I can remember, like, do I remember hearing this song when I was on campus at URI or when I was like, you know, in the high school cafeteria or with my buddies or whatever. Like, where was I? So I know that this is from the fall of 2000. Because mm-hmm. yes. I was in college when this song came. And when you, when you heard it, were you just like, bleh? Always. Immediately and still forever. I love this song. I no, think it's the... I'm Like a Bird. <laughs> like a Bird! By Nelly Furtado. Let's hear it! Hit play! Pump that shit! Yeah. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard it in a grip. I really legitimately... I'm touched by this song. I don't know why. I can't explain this, it. This song lives in the same space as like the Vanessa Carlton. I love the, that. And the Michelle Branches. Yeah, I love it. And it's just like this. Yeah. It's, the, it's like the teen girl in me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's just you, get some little... little you heart. have a teen girl you in you. You have a teen girl in me. I don't really. No, you no. don't. <laughs> it's because you have poop in your heart. <laughs> no. Um, I have sentiment, but it's just not yeah. teenage. Oh, yeah. I, I love this song. 
I still get I a kick. I don't remember the video at all. The video is just her. Here's what's interesting. Reason why I picked this video. Yeah. It's her. It's her real young, just in nature, because it's about I'm like a bird. Yeah, that's the thing. Is she always had like a hippie vibe to her that I hated. No, as well. that's what happened. So this is her first song. Yeah. Real kind of hippie. I agree. Nature, spiritual, and then her next album. She's like, I want to be produced by Timbaland. Okay, yeah. And then she came out with dance music. Like, oh. she did a real 180. Yeah. Uh, she had songs like Do It, Do It Like You Do It To Me. She had all these, like, real sexy songs. I, I have to comment on when I think, like I said, I haven't heard this song in a grip. When I think about it, it's the chorus, the hook that yes. I think of. The verse, which I don't really remember, is way more like neo-soul yes. than I remember. And I'm like, okay, no wonder Kirk likes it. Yeah. It's sort of right up his alley. Yeah, then they, the hook is more poppy. It's more cloying. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, I so, love the hook, but still. this part, Not that I like this, really, yeah. but I'm like, okay, I get why this sort of keys into your yeah. taste. But here it is, right? Uh, that voice. Yeah. I told you. That's what else I was doing. You asked me what I was doing. I got into super Tom, super into Tom Waits in the God. summer of 2000. Of course you did. You know what I mean? You're like, this yeah. isn't like beautiful when you dream. <laughs> I showed up for my first semester of college like, hey, anybody want to listen to Rain Dogs with me? <laughs> Everyone went, no. So uh, I was not exactly on the wavelength <laughs> to be like, I like Nelly Furtado too. Yeah, but no. You can contain multitudes. <laughs> I do. I look. You know, I have eclectic taste. Yes, this is not it. This is. I love this. She gives me the creeps too. I'm remembering really? now how much she gave me the creeps. That's she's weird. creepy. Really? Yes. I'm also shocked that like. Why you are there so many close-ups of her? It's because she's a. This was 2000, and our last two videos had close-ups. What are they like? Ooh, Nelly Furtado, your teeth are so yeah. sexy. And Let's now just she's zooming on your hovering teeth. in the air because she's a sprite. <laughs> No, she's a she's like a bird. She wants to fly away. It's not I'm like a sprite. Now she's flying. She's gonna fly. This is real close up. I have to say, this is actually worse than I remember. <laughs> I'm I I'm smitten by this song. Ugh. I'm also shocked that like the Timbaland songs that she did were even bigger. Yeah. And you probably didn't like them either. And I didn't think they this were that. This is the only one I ever. That's fascinating. I mean, I actively avoided hearing. There's. Like two distinct Nelly Furtados. Okay. And this, and then I don't think I could. I don't think I could like the other one less. (laughs) Probably, (laughs) probably. You might like it because it's a little popular. I think they did some weird thing with her face too, where her eyes are like digitally enhanced. Yeah, it is. Again, it's that like oversaturated, high contrast. Yeah, that's. I mean, we've only three videos in, and all three have been high contrast, oversaturated. Yeah. Even though she's not, like, this isn't CGI, but there's something uncanny valley about her. I can see that. It's like she's a robot. This this is making me flash back to my first semester of college, but in a bad way. Trust fall. This song blows. I love this song. I would, I mean, I, this is going to sound like I'm just being hyperbolic and just trying to shit on this. I'd rather listen to Limp Bizkit. Would you rather listen to Kid Rock? Yes. Because the way that, like, you're like, Motley Crue sucks, but I kind of like Dr. <laughs> Feelgood. There are a couple 
things in there where I'm like, all right, maybe a Would you bit take ba did ba or whatever that's called over ba what a ba over? Uh, I'm members. like a bird. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes, because at least it. It, you know, like, <laughs> has there. balls. Like, it sucks, but, but it's... People are carrying her in a crowd wave. <laughs> and everything about this sucks. Uh, I think she's delightful. She just looks like she smells <laughs> like feet, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I'm going to eventually play the other Nelly Furtado, and you're going to be like, okay, <laughs> she's completely different. But, like, this really is a defining 2000 song. Oh, yeah. It's like it was Limp Bizkit and this. Yeah. And that's what you got. Yeah. Happy, the most important year of your young life. Yeah. Choose senior year. This is the soundtrack to your coming of age, Paul. <laughs> you don't get a choice. Uh, Kirk got Everybody Wants to Rule the World. <laughs> you yeah. get Break I, Stuff I, by Olympus. Yeah. And I'm Like a Bird by Nelly. I got fucking um, uh, Fight the Power. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys. You're so lucky. You got... Biscuit. Damn it! You no got one, corn. No wonder millennials are fucked up. This is what this was our launching pad. Yeah, you guys got shit. Corn. <laughs> yeah, you got corn. Oh man, it's so grim. Yeah, it's so grim. So we're three songs in. <laughs> well, we can't count. MLB I'm, I'm I halfway to an it. existential breakdown. We won't count. We won't count Annie up because we already knew you like that. I now this next band. Yeah, Annie up rules. Um. I don't remember what this band is, but I know that it sucks. And I'm like, why, why, Kirk, why? Because this is the one where I was like, why, Kirk? This, why? Because this song is good. <laughs> this song is so good and hooky in 2000. Okay. And it's the prime example of like, what the fuck happened to those dudes? They had one more song after this, which was terrible, but it barely, it wasn't as bad. I just like, I don't, I can't remember what this band is, but the name alone Gave me such a visceral reaction. <laughs> Vertical Horizon. Vertical Horizon. And I'm like, I just know but, it's one of those shitty 2000 bands. But that... do, you, do you understand the name, Paul? <laughs> do you, Maybe you're not understanding the, the genius of Vertical Wait a minute. Horizon. Take a second. Take a second. Because horizons are horizontal. horizontal. What if they were vertical, man? <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> hey, man, is that Freedom Rock? <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm just going to play this, yeah. and then I'm going to tell you why I like this. Hey, man, is that Douchebag Rock? Yeah, <laughs> man. Well, turn it up, is man. This, this is Vertical Horizon where they put two words together that mean the opposite. What's the name of the song? Everything, Everything You Want. Everything You Want. Okay. You'll recognize this. And, That's what I'm afraid of. Like I'm, af- I'm afraid of a traumatizing experience <laughs> yeah. where this is something I haven't heard or thought about in 22 years, but somewhere buried like deep inside, I'm just going to be like, oh, I might like projectile vomit. <laughs> you all of a sudden get the chills. <laughs> and this song I do like too. This is as close to, because we don't believe in guilty pleasures. Yeah. This is close. This is close to a guilty pleasure for me. <sighs> Ooh, this, the taxi thing says, wherever you go, there you are. This video is pretentious and stupid. From a band called Vertical the Horizon. Horizon. Look at that guy. Oh, this is exactly what I thought with, it was With the be. goatee, but just the... Shaved head goatee. Like, I want to be like Ed Kowalczyk from <laughs> Live, but the 2000 version. I'm hard. This is... This is, this is so 2000. I know. You can't get more 2000. Everything is slow motion and high res. Oh, wait. Okay, right. Shh. Here's the hook. 
Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> of course. It's everything inside of you that you wish oh, you could do. He says all the right things. No. And exactly no, this is exactly. Right. This is my nightmare. This is like that episode of The Twilight Zone where a guy keeps having a nightmare and he's afraid he's going to give him a heart attack. Yeah. Because it's got this woman who's stalking him in his dream. And he's telling his psychiatrist about it, and then he goes, and then he leaves the appointment, and the psychiatrist's secretary yeah. is the woman, yeah. and he freaks out and jumps out a window to his death. This is like, oh, I have, I'm having a waking nightmare. Listening is it making it worse because I genuinely like this song? Look, I'm you not like what you like. Girl. I'm not even making fun of it. I genuinely like, and here's why. Here's what this song is to me. Yeah. It is. This is what it is now, but yeah. this is what it was when it first came out. This is. This is CVS drugstore music. Yeah, and Look, it was a, even then in a landscape where it's like you get you get Limp Bizkit and yep. Puddle of Mud. And, yep. Oh, here's another one from 2000. Uncle Cracker. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> Fuck, I hated that. It was one guy. Yeah. Oh, what's Uncle, Uncle yeah. Cracker? That song sucked. He was like affiliated with Kid Rock, wasn't he? Or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. That I guess in the context, this isn't like the worst thing. Yeah, but it is still that like it's so generic, generic. Yeah, that post grunge hangover. Yes. yes, three doors down. Uh, yeah. third eye blind. Other bands with a three in the name. <laughs> this like, is like after grunge, and there was that mid nineties harmless rock. Yeah, that we talk about of like the wallflowers and like. <laughs> Yeah, all that. I would take that over this, and I still like this. Yeah, like I still get that. This is so like drugstore generic. This could be anybody. Yeah, but they look like they're gonna be like at least badass. But yeah. then this is like, oh, it's like Train before Train was Train. I think Train is better, but I still like this <laughs> song, and I can't believe I'm saying that. Like they could have been on Good Morning America playing. Oh this yeah, they did 100. <laughs> percent Now they had a second song. Yeah. I think it was called God. Yeah. It was like uh, Ooh, are they like one of those stealth? No, Christian they weren't. Rock I don't think they were like I. You are a god, and I am not something like that. It was uh, terrible. Ever wonder why, Paul? Nothing. <laughs> don't. What is this the video? No. Is this the video for Right Here by Van Halen? <laughs> yeah, they wish. Guys, this. ten years. This video is every second counts. This it is, is like, like right here. Isn't this it? is. This video, I'm just realizing now, is like all the bad things of TikTok. Where it's like every story ends. It's just like inspo talk. Yeah. It's really... They were ahead of their time. They were. They predicted TikTok. But I'm telling you, that's what they did in the Right Here video, too, with all those like weird messages. But they at least had interesting videos. Yes. Not just like high contrast, but washed out footage of the band. Will you read that for us? What did it say? Everything you want... Is, is not every, no is not everything you need. need. So do you know. get it? What Vertical Horizon saying? They're you're learning. They're saying you can't always get what you want, but sometimes you get what you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one's ever come up with that before, <laughs> ever. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I broke Paul. This is exactly what I was afraid this episode yeah. was going to be. There, you. I, I, I. Listen. There's going to be some nice moments here. And it, but like, it is giving me flashbacks yeah. to like, I'm fucking in my dorm room again, but just like seething with hatred for this music. Someone <laughs> in your dorm room, someone on your floor had to have pumped that hard. 
I can smell the weed yeah. and the Bacardi Limon. Yeah. And I can see the risk board. Oh my God. On our card folding card table. And I can smell the cigarette ash that's yeah. just on the floor. Oh, this is great. And uh, my sweet mate Mark half passed out in his Papazon chair. <laughs> Of course. Watching anime. <laughs> and uh, in a few minutes, uh, his roommate Josh is going to get back and we're going to play NFL 2K <laughs> on the Dreamcast. That is if a the- great memory. <laughs> that's the dorm That's the dorm room scene. Not that we're listening to Vertical no. Horizon, but like... That's the vibe. Some girl in the dorm was. Blasting <laughs> it because she loves Vertical Horizon. It speaks and, to her. Yeah, and she put it on... She burned it onto a... On a well, she downloaded it from Napster... Yes. And right after yes. The, after downloading the Nelly Furtado song and then burned it onto a CD. That's right. Yeah. Gave it to a guy she liked. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, the next thing. I do specifically remember this. Yes. This is Steely Dan. This is Steely Dan. What is Steely Dan doing in an episode about the 2000s? I'll tell you what the fuck they're doing winning a Grammy for That's why they're the here, year. motherfucker. Now. That's exactly why I put it. Yes. I remember my friends being so, like, pissed off. Like, what the hell are these old guys doing? (laughs) The Grammy for album of the year. And I'm like. Bullshit. And, of course, me, who has, like, boomer tastes, is like, "Eh, Steely Dan kind of (laughs) rules. Yeah. They kind of earned it. Well, you guys don't like Cousin Dupree? You know what I mean? (laughs) Reeling in the years? Hello? Yeah, I know. Uh, but I don't know this song, and I wasn't like super into. It. What was the name of the album? That Two Against Nature. Two Against Nature. That's right. I played the fuck out of this. This came out, and I was like, I'm buying this. I mean, my father is a huge Steely Dan fan, and the thing about that album was they hadn't come out with an album since Asia. Yeah, twenty years early. Yeah, which back then twenty years seemed like a really long time. <laughs> no, that seems like nothing. Yeah, but they came out, and you're like, holy shit! Yeah. And it, you know why it's good? Because it sounds like Steely Dan from the seventies. Yeah, they didn't change. They didn't change fucking shit. Yeah. So you're gonna hear this, and you'll be like, oh, Kirk made a mistake. This is actually seventy six. He yeah. put a wrong song, but it sounds exactly. So this was their first quote unquote single. They pulled a single out. What is she? Oh, this was me? first. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. there's no video, so this is live. Okay. But I just wanted to put it on because, like you said, this won a Grammy. Uh, let's do the math. That album is older now than Asia was when this album came out. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, automatically, oh yeah, this is, this is Steely Dan. It doesn't fit with my hot memories of 2000. No. Because it's still cocaine music, baby. <laughs> it's right, baby. <laughs> just doing the cocaine. Yeah. But, like, now it's just, like, a 50-year-old dude who's yeah. doing cocaine. I'm wondering now, like, them there, is that my age now? Probably. Um, I'm 52. They're probably just a couple, couple years yeah, older. Just yeah. a little bit. Oh, that's I'll, I'll look it up. Look, you uh, objectively are looking better <laughs> and healthier well, than them. And Walter. But you also look better and healthier than they did when they were in their 20s. Yeah, they looked rough. Saying that someone looks better than Donald Fagan is yeah. the faintest of praise. Yeah, it sounds exactly like... Yeah, like if I played this for you, I was like, hey, this is an unreleased uh, Stilly Dan song from 76. You'd be like, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Because that's exactly what it is. 
You want to know how old Donald Fagan turned in 2000? Yes. 52. <laughs> All right. Good for me and him. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this was actually like... When this came out, people were like, what the fuck? Yeah. First of all, they're like, what? Why are they out with stuff? And second, like, wow, it's really good. Everyone everyone who likes Steely Dan was like, this is amazing. This is yeah. great. I was only aware of it because, yeah. like, my dad was psyched. And I knew when I liked Steely Dan. But, like, again, I was 18. Yeah. 17, 18. No one my age knew or cared. And no one Steely should. Dan was putting a new album Yeah, no, no one should. They should. Um, but this was... This was the song. They also had another song. There's no video for that called Jack of Speed. Yeah. Which is really good. The issue you might have, almost every song on the album, there's only like eight or nine. Yeah. Longer this than one's five like, minutes. Each is like five to seven. Yeah. 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 Well, it was, it was, it was albums. Yeah. It's like, it's like Steely Dan's like, it's 2000, but we don't care. Yeah. We're, we're just going to do what we do. Napster at this point was at its peak, but it hadn't yet. MP3s hadn't quite yet killed albums, which they mercifully yeah. did. But uh, yeah, this yeah. is still this is still definitely an album. Oh yeah, yeah, and the fact just that pure AOR, like the last gasp yes. of AOR. Yeah, and just the funny the idea of like, okay, it's Steely Dan. Let's talk about it. What's the lead-off single? Yeah. <laughs> it's called What a Shame About Me. It yeah. sounds like it was from 1976. It's almost, in hindsight, it's almost like they knew. They were like, if we don't put out an album me album now, we're never going to get to put yeah. out another album me album. It's either now or so ever. Yeah. <laughs> we we got to do it. Now, having listened to this, what is your, what is your, where are you putting this in Steely Dan? Obviously, it's not top tier. I'm not enough of an expert. I only know, like, the hits. Yeah. I don't go deep on the Steely Dan albums. This is pretty forgettable. I mean, yeah. if Peg is a 10 and Peg, Peg is, is a 10, 10. This is, like, a 5? Yeah. Maybe a 6? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I don't remember it. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's It sounds like a, a you know, a Steely Dan yeah. it, it played on... Smooth jazz radio. Yeah, I know that. But we, I, I bought this album, played a lot. Even Anne's like, this is good. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, because it's Steely Dan. They know who they are, and they're like, this is what we're going to do in 2000. Yeah. And I think what also, if I recall, it, look, here's what this is. This is music by 50-year-olds? Yes. For 50-year-olds. Exactly. <laughs> we don't apologize. Yeah. <laughs> I think, too... They came out with this album. Obviously, no one thought this was going to be as big as it was. And it was. And it won a Grammy. And then I think like a year or two later, they're like, here's the next one. And like, no one cared. Yeah. It was a big deal because it was like, it's been 20 years since Asia. Yes. And now Steely Dan is back. And then two years later, they're like, we're back again. And you're <laughs> like, like, go away, Steely yeah, Dan. We don't care. <laughs> we, just, we just want your best of. Yeah. That's all we want. Just let me just give me your best of. Give yeah. me your decade of Dan. Yeah. And that's great. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like, because it's a, even this is live, but even, you know, in the studio, there's like 12 people on stage right now. Yeah. Very steely. They're real musicians. Yeah. It's a whole band. It's, you know. Would I listen to this over anything else in the episode so far? Yes, except for Andy Up. But even Andy Up is real situational. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. 
This is something that you can put on and ignore. You can't ignore any of You You might enjoy Two Against Nature just as a background. I, I, I listened to it. I know I listened to the yeah. whole album. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, when it came out, but... And then they're doing an interview. Yeah, we don't need, to, we don't need to. to. We don't need to hear that. Um, but yeah. Oh, okay. Just, well, so... Okay. Oh, oh God. This is where this is where this is where we end things. You're gonna hate this. Well <laughs> I know exactly what it is. Yeah. More than anything else, you know, you were talking about Steely Dan album and when it came out, you and people you knew like yeah. were aware of it and listening to it. No one my age was, because I was still a teenager. Yes. I know that this song came out in the spring because oh, spring. I was in fucking high school and Everybody loved this song. <laughs> and it's not, it's it's a fucking novelty song. It's a comedy it's song. It's a comedy song. I, I gotta tell you, I like this song. I, you know, I, I was always a music nerd. My best friend, Bean, yeah. who I mentioned earlier, did not like music. So it's weird. not even that he disliked music. He just didn't, it didn't register with him. He didn't care about music. He owned one CD, and it was the Steve Miller Band's greatest hits because he liked Abracadabra. He just was, as much as I was into music, he didn't care. He liked video games and not I, music. I could not be with that person. He bought this album. Wow. His The second CD he owned was the Bloodhound Gang's album with the bad touch on it. Yeah, that's this. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's what this Do is. Do you know the album's name? I don't remember. It's I'm going right now. I'm going, when you say it, I'm, just, I'm going to remember it, of course. I'm, Hello, boobies. Hello, boobies. Of course. Hello, boobies. Yes. <laughs> Hello, boobies by the Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Gang. This is the song that goes, you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Yep. Everybody in my fucking senior <laughs> class thought this song was the coolest thing they'd ever heard. Man, this song is so popular. I'm like, you're all... You have brain worms. <laughs> you are all diseased in the head. Listen, I was twenty nine thirty, and I was like, "Yeah, I like the song. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it." I was way too snobby. It's way too listening to Pink Floyd. <laughs> I had not heard of the Bloodhound Gang. Well, they had had a hit earlier. Yeah, and I don't uh, know what it was. It was it's all novelty shit. Yeah, yeah. I think they had had they had had an album and a hit a couple of years earlier. That wasn't quite as big, and I can't remember what it yeah. was. They were also like a worse version of Fun Loving Criminals. Who I, I love Fun Loving who Criminals. Who I did like. They're fucking great. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. They're Philly dudes. Yeah. And they're kind of. Of course like, they are. I didn't know yeah, that, but of they're course Philly they dudes. are. They're Philly dudes. Yeah. And <laughs> they think they're funny, and they got lucky with this one, which I do like. Because I remember going, oh, I wonder what else they have. And I think I went to like tower to go listen to the other stuff. I was yeah. like, oh, this sucks. Don't they like dress like monkeys in this, yeah, in this video? video? Yeah. Oh, God, let's hear, let's dude. watch. Let's watch and learn. This was like the biggest, this song is like the biggest hit of my senior oh, I'm year so of, glad. of high school. I'm so happy I picked this then. I mean, I knew you knew it. You didn't think I, there's any chance I'd like it though. No, <laughs> I didn't know that it would hit you this hard though. I thought you'd be like, yeah, I know it. It's stupid. No. I played the fuck out of this song. They're so dumb. Idiots. These Philly douchebags. Philly douchebags who think they're like, we're funny. They think they're the Beastie yeah. Boys. My favorite part's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, that part. <laughs> it's so dumb. But that guitar, I fucking love. Ding, 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 <laughs> it was, ding, ding. it didn't sound like anything else. No, it didn't. It's, it was unique yeah. at the time. I kind of, kind of did it. Yeah, I remember. Baby sweat. Baby sweat. Baby sweat. 
Oh, God. Skip that. And the Prince would sing. And he referenced Prince. I was like, well, I like him. I remember the name of their their other album. Turns out it's their second album. But it came out in 96 when I was a freshman. One Fierce Beer Coaster. And that had the song The Roof. The roof, oh, that's the roof them. is on fire. So, yeah. Oh, I hated that one. <laughs> I kind of remember liking that one, but I was 13 at <laughs> yeah, the time, so it's a little more, Okay, you know, I was reading a lot of Mad Magazine. I did not know that was the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> this would have been fine when I was 13 or 14. Yes. When it came out, I'm like, we're all adults now. <laughs> They're like, no, man, we're animals. <laughs> we don't need no water, let the mother stop. I do remember that. They're so Philly. I could have been so intuited Philly. that. Like, and the only reason why I know that they're Philly is like a guy I used to play basketball with who yeah. I didn't particularly like knew them. And uh, I was like, of course you did, you fuck. But I do like the song. Yeah, this is the hook. It's a hook. I hated them so much. <laughs> yeah. It's a good hook. It's like it's like the bullies started a band and then had a hit. It's like, oh, I just, can see that. Just the assholes winning. Yep. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to disagree with that. I can see that. You know. And I'm sure they thought, no, we're the nerds. Yeah. We're the, we're the outcasts. We're different. <laughs> You're like, not really. You're just a bunch of jabronis. No, that's what the Beastie Boys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's offensive. Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's offensive because they're not catching him with a net because he's a little person. They're catching him with a net because he's a mime. Okay, fuck mimes. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, they're just wearing like dime store monkey yes. Halloween costumes. I mean, and walking through the streets of I don't know Philadelphia. I think so. Although, like, why are they in the Eiffel Tower? Oh, uh, but also you're like. This was a hit. In it was 2000. a huge, it was a huge hit. Two thousand. But was it because again, all of my peers who were seventeen and eighteen year olds? No. It was a hit among that them. Was it that popular with everyone? This was on MTV a lot. Okay, yeah. Which is how I know it, and it was on the radio Paramount. And I think it, <clears> it was such a surprise hit that they, I think they played late night talk shows. And the, I just remember being like. The Bloodhound Gang, that one-hit wonder from four yeah. years ago with that stupid Firewater Burn song. Oh yeah, they're back, and now they have the biggest hit of the year. They have their bigger hit, yep. Because they talk about having sex like the animals do it. Because sex is naughty. It's a song about it's doggy so style. Oh, then look in the video, one of them is pretending to have butt fuck the it's other so guy. Funny. It's hilarious. I used to see that in the locker room. Yeah, it's so like. I mean, I, I love my best friend, but like, he didn't like music unless it was as shitty as possible. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I only like Abracadabra by the Steve Miller Band, and uh, what's the name of the song? Bad the Bad Touch by the Bloodhound. They're yeah. great. They're fucking great. I mean, it's just so stupid. This is almost, and then musically, it's like it sounds like fucking Euro trash, Euro pop. I think, uh, yeah, like. It is, but this, I, this is this is from the uh, song contest, the Eurovision. Oh, the song Eurovision! Contest. That's funny. I the still kind of like the song with Philly dudes rapping over it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It is rapping in quotes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
Good lord. This yeah. is this is this is 2000, Paul. This is 2000. Is this because of Punk 2? <laughs> this might have been the song that I was like, oh, this is the first song that goes on. I think it was. <laughs> I think this was like 2000. I, I didn't thought you were like, I can't put it first because it, I need to build to it so I can break him. No, kind. Of, that's why I put. That's why I put Annie up. Cause Annie up was one of the last songs I. Because again, I just yeah. like. I was like, is that? Oh 2000? no, I can't give Paul a palate cleanser. I need no. to give him hope first. Yes, and then crush. And then that crush hope. it. Yes, yeah. and we're still not done. <laughs> no, we're only like halfway through. Yeah, we got more. This is so bad. I really wanted you to be like, here's some stuff you don't, you've never heard that you'll love, and you'll say. I revised my opinion about the no, music of the year 2000. Because that's impossible because it was the year 2000. <laughs> I can only work with what I was given. Every other generation gets to say, music wasn't as good as it was when I was yeah. young. I cannot say You that. don't get to say that. Every every new thing that comes along, my, my opinion is like, you know what, Gen Z? I think this sucks, <laughs> but it's still not as bad as the music I had when I was young. It's still not Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> Okay, what is next? Oh, Rough Ends. This is a toss-up. This is one I don't know at all. Maybe like this song. I, I this is this like a split ends tribute band? No, oh. it's <laughs> this is just straight up R and B. Okay, but not new neo soul. Okay, this is R and B two thousand. This is when this song came out. I lost my mind. I love this song so much. <laughs> okay, not in like a stupid way. This is like a legit good. 2000 song very 2000s attitude very 2000s video okay. you've never heard of rough ends no you might have heard of the song no more maybe maybe yeah it look if it's 2000s r&b the worst it can do is bore me which i predict it will but like after the one-two punch of <laughs> blood well you had steely dan in and there, steely so. dan in there so but the one-two punch of bloodhound gang and nelly furtado yeah I'm like, I am so ready to be bored. <laughs> this is, this hits, this okay. slaps. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a banger. But what we need to do, we need to get to oh, and it's about, it's about women who are, um, yeah. using men for money. Oh, cool. And so Rough Ends is like, no more. <laughs> that's literally the name of the song. That's why, that's no why the song exists. Now we've got highly saturated, high contrast, yes. uh, Visuals, daytime. Here. Just you've got a skit opening the R and B video. Yeah, very two thousand. Yeah. She these two two beautiful women who are like, here's how I got to get money from a man. They, they, this at least has some hot women in it. Yeah, they can get money from me. Yeah. No more. How about some more? <laughs> a little more, ladies. Huh? Slightly more. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm, I'm in. Like. Yeah. <laughs> this hits. So Ruffins is just it's weird. Ruffins is a singing group, just two guys. Yeah. Oh, just in case we have to say it, which I feel like we shouldn't have to, that's R-U-F-F. Yes. E-N-D-Z. Yes. Ruff ends. They they roll up in their Mercedes yeah. and the girls are like, Okay, so too. I feel like this is like a 1998 leftover. A little bit, like <laughs> little bit, like a little P Diddy ish. Yeah, they're doing what Diddy and Mace yeah. were doing a couple years ago. Yeah, less fish eye, but the costumes are the same. Yeah, they came a little harder though because they were rough. Yeah, 
But still smooth, like Blackstreet. Like, yeah, you know, definitely. We're legit, but also we have good voices. Yeah, they could sing, and they wail at the end. Okay. I'm almost like, oh wait, I'm gonna be quiet because the hook's coming up. Okay. This hook is great. Here we go. Oh, I kind of remember yeah. this. Yeah. We can't even kick it no more. No more shopping sprees. <laughs> no more late night feats. No more VIP. No more I, dough. We can't even kick it no th- more. This is what I needed. I'm liking this. <laughs> Good. Like your video. You know why? Because this doesn't feel like 2000. It feels like 97. Yeah, exactly. 98. It's got a little bit of that vibe. Like they yeah. they came a little late to the party, but yet it was still a hit. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like. They maybe had one more song. I don't even know. This was the big song. Yeah, I, I do have vague memories of yes. that hook. Yep. That I hook, mean, it's, that it's hook. pretty generic late 90s yeah. R&B, but it's, yeah. with all this other garbage, this is like... This is what you needed. So refreshing right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm always thrown, too, because it's a singing group. It's just two guys. Yeah. That's always weird to me. Where, like, because it's just a singing group, you're like, you need, like, one or two more guys. There's other duos, though, right? Not that are just, like, this kind of, like, boy bandish. Yeah, I I mean, they look a little older, but I I, I just want one more guy. I feel complete. But that's what makes them unique. That's That's what what makes them rough. They're like, look, it's only two of us. Two of us. Because if there were one more, it'd be too rough. (laughs) You couldn't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. We can't even kiss. See, dude, I honestly have the same sensation of like when it's like a hundred degrees outside and you're outside and then you walk into an air conditioned building. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I put it then I put this in the right spot. I knew that yeah. you I knew that maybe you would like this. I was like, there's a there's a good shot that at least he's like, yeah, this is fine. If, yeah, in another context, I'd be like, yeah, this is fine. It's like yeah. anything, any other. Yeah. But like right now, it's just like such a cool drink of water. Here's the thing that's even sadder. Yeah. I say this without hyperbole. This is the best that 2000 gave us in our day. They yeah. This is about go. as good as it got. Yeah. It's almost the best that music gave us in that year, period. It's like, this is what we have, 2000, here. Uh, but I love this song. Oh, my God, this song. I didn't even think... I mean, I knew that music was bad then. But I don't think I really even fully appreciated it until this episode made me look back. When I went through years and I would just... I was just like, let me Google pop hits from 2000. R&B hits, rap hits, everything was like... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, that's why I was generally excited. I was like, "Oh, reference is 2000. That's great." I needed that. Yeah. Here's what else I was into in 2000. I remember one of the first albums I remember downloading the entire album track by track from Napster was Supergrass's first album oh, from 1995. Which we just with, talked with about All Right on it. Yeah. So that's another thing I was listening to instead of whatever was that new. was five years old. Right. Wow. <laughs> Also got super into Bell and Sebastian that fall of for the first time. Of course you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nick Drake. I was listening to a lot of Nick okay. Drake. This is all tracks. Yeah. It's all tracks This is what I was choosing. Yeah. Tom, yeah, it was a lot of Bell and Sebastian, Tom Waits, Nick Drake. Not Rough Heads. Uh, no. No. I didn't. Uh, okay. I, I vaguely remember the hook, but I wasn't seeking out Rough I'm glad you remember the hook. Yeah. So, um, so we're starting off a little better. Now you're going to like it even more. Yeah, now, of course, I know Erica Badu. Yeah. 
I don't think I know this song, and I definitely don't know this video. Oh, this is great. This is my favorite Erica Badu song. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, no, Window I'm... Seats number... This is number two, sorry. Window Seats number one. I don't know a hundred Erica okay. Badu songs, but uh, I like Erica Badu. This is good. She is my sister. My real name is Paul Badu. Oh, it's Paul Badu. Did I ever tell you about the Paul Badu thing? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, just a, a running joke I used to have when yeah. I was still on Twitter. Yeah, Paul yeah. yeah, I love it. This is Bag Lady. Um, this gives you hope. This gives me hope. This gives you hope. You mean in general, this song gives people hope, or this will give me hope about the year two thousand and what the rest of the episode has in store? This won't make you want to slit your wrists after I leave. <laughs> That's the same as hope. That's the same as hope. Yeah, in this in this instance. Okay. Yeah. Bag Lady yeah. by Erica Badu. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know yeah. the song. Yep. Yep, 100%. Yeah. Yep. Just never saw the video. Yeah. And didn't know the name of it. Yeah. I can understand that. But again... Is this her second album or her third already? Second. Okay. Because her first big hit was Tyrone, right? Her first big hit was On and On. Okay. Which came out when? 97, 98? No, not 97. 98? I'm to look it up. And again, you know, bright colors. Yeah. I, look, I love Erica Badu forever. I've always loved Erica Badu. Even when she first came out and I was so not into, like, R&B. Yeah. And I was in the in the depths of my... I, depending on the year, I was either super into Hendrix, super into The Doors, That's or so, super into Led Zeppelin. That's so funny for that for that time of year for that year. Yeah. Oh, this is her second album. second album. Yeah. Ma, off of Mama's Gone. I think Mama's Gone. But oh, so yeah. even that, even at the the my depths of getting into like classic rock when I was in high school. And also Metallica on top of it. Uh, something about Erica Badu. I was like, this is the most awesome woman in the yeah, world. She's like, so fucking cool. Yeah, that's right. Second album. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and so the video is, it's her and four backup singers, although I'm sure those are actor- actresses. Yes. And they're each wearing, they're color-coded. They're like the yeah. Fanta girl. It's beautiful. Erica's wearing all red. Yeah. And then one's dressed in all green, one's in yellow, one's in blue, and one's in purple. Yeah. And, and, very, the, and uh, the doors match. Yeah. 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 She's so cool. So this is also very not typical 2000s. Other than the no. bright colors. This almost feels like it's another mistake, and this should be like 2002 or three when Neo Soul was really like. Yeah, kind of hidden, or la- or like late '90s, where like it was hidden, because like the late '90s, like '99 was um, Voodoo was uh, uh, D'Angelo, right, right, you know, right, and Maxwell was around there, so it feels like it could ship it around this time. Well, unlike the Annie Up video, or even the Rough Ends video, or the Craig Mack video, it's like everything here is. Looks like a set, or at yes. least when it's not a set, they cleared the streets. It's not. Yeah. It's not. They're not trying to be realistic. No, this there, almost is like um, stage production. Yes, you know? uh, so much uh, outside stuff in the two thousands too. Yeah, why? It's another yeah. thing I don't agree with. Yeah, 
Because <laughs> you don't like that. Type. This is not part of the song. This is, I was going to say, was that the end of the song and now this is something they added for the video? This is what they add for the video, yeah. And they had some babies dressed up as the women. Yes. And they're color-coded. This is cool, whatever they're yeah. doing. This, forget, is even, I, this is even more like Broadway. I legit forgot about this part. Yeah. I just remember the... Uh, this is like the, some Fosse shit. Yeah. And they go right back in. Oh, oh they did their stop the song thing. Yeah, okay. stop the song thing. But you I love know. it when you stop the song to do a skit. Everyone, that was a cool skit, though. That was the only one that worked of the night. Nothing else has worked. You know, I I gotta like get into Erica Badu. I gotta do like a deep dive on Erica oh, Badu. Oh yeah, albums, man! Because every good. time I encounter some Erica Badu, I'm Mama's just, like, Gun, which is from, is great. Yeah, uh, and then the first album, Baduism. I'm I'm a big fan of Mama's Gun. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Ah, I love Erica Badu. And so, just a little a little glimmer of hope for the 2000s. That was oh, that was so much better. That was it was a good song and a good yeah, interesting a good video. video. Yeah. You should have put that last because this is gonna be hard to top. Ooh, well we got two more. The last one I know the last one. Yeah. I know the last one, but let's talk about our penultimate one here. Oh, let's get a little angry. Okay, so Rage Against the Machine. Yep. I know the hits. Yep. Love Rage Against the Machine, but like never dove in. Mm-hmm. But I remember when is this from Battle for Los Angeles? No, no, that's ninety nine. This is um, this is their cover album. They did a cover album, oh. which is to me their best fucking album. Yeah, they did. Uh, it was just called Renegades of Funk, and they covered um, Eric B and Rakim. They covered um, uh, who else did they cover? They covered. Let me tell you what they covered. That I was like, oh. They covered Bob Dylan's Maggie's Farm. Oh, I remember that. And it's that. so good. No, it's not. But it's so good. It's like the only thing I ever Because they heard know how to do things that Bob Dylan can't do. Because Bob Dylan can't do anything. <laughs> I don't want to work out there. It's, it's much, so much, much better than... It sounds exactly like you think it would. It's like Maggie's Farm, but Rage is doing yeah, it. Yeah, and it, doing it better. I think part of what kept me away from actually like buying... Rage albums and getting into Rage. One, I was being a snob and like was sort of rejecting anything that was new and cool. But also my brother, who generally has the shittiest taste in music, liked Rage Against the Machine. They were great. And I was like, I can't like something that David likes. Oh. I can't. Short-sighted. Even if I do, I can't actively like it. He's into Dave Matthews' band. I can't align myself with anything there. But, I mean, I remember when Evil Empire came out and Bulls yeah. on Parade was a big... I'm Bulls like, they're fucking awesome. And, of course, everything they stand for politically and also as, like, non-sellouts. Yeah. I'm just here for Rage Against the Machine. I just never dove in. Yeah. So I only know the hits. But there's no way I'm not going to like this because Rage is... It's Rage Against yeah, the Machine. the best. It's Rage Against the Machine doing Erica Bambata. Uh, Erica Bambata. African Bambata. African Bambata. Um, yeah. yeah, Renegades. Right. Oh, this is the title track. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And it's fucking comes hard. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It was a, oh, you mean? Oh, this isn't that mellow Rage yeah, Against the Machine. This isn't the smooth song. jazz Rage. This isn't Machine. that that yacht rock song by the band <laughs> whose name is Rage, Rage Against, against the, the Machine. machine. 
Okay, we got some anti-cop footage right away. It is away. literally the whole video. Yeah. They hated cops before it was cool. <laughs> exactly. They were so against them. Now, this is another example. I'm like, wow, they really... It's some In some ways, this is better than the original. The I mean, new, yeah, Rage... They are their own thing. They, yes. Nothing sounded like them at the time. Really? I mean, it's closest to punk than anything else, but... Yeah. Rage Against were, the Machine is its own genre. It's its own genre, and they were so like... Like, again, I'm on Wikipedia, and they're like, genre... Rap rock, rap metal. I'm like, no, it's no, not. No, because that's corn and Limp Bizkit, and this isn't that. Yes, yes. So here's who they sample. Yeah. Uh, sample, I'm sorry, cover. Also, by the way, so far, references to James Brown. Yeah. Parliament Funkadelic, now DJ Cool Herc. Yeah. Like, it's come a on. Ba- it's come so on. This, cool. This video is awesome. So the album consists of covers from songs by Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan. Go, Bob, did they, what did they do from Bruce Springsteen? I can't there? remember. Uh, i got to look up the... Just give me the... The Ghost of Tom Ghost of Joe. Tom Joe. Yeah, that yeah. was like the single, right? Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Eric B. and Rakim, Microphone Fiend, which fucking is slapping. Yeah. Then they, they did Cypress Hill, How I Could Just Kill a Man. Yeah. They did MC5, Kick Out the Jam. Yeah. Which is really good. Yeah. Uh, Maggie's Farm, which they do better than anything that uh, Mr. Dylan could. That's the song he went electric with. Oh, is it really? Yeah. So Microphone Fiend, Pistol Grip Pump, uh, which is uh, a great song. Kick up jams, beautiful world, which is Devo. Oh yeah, uh, I'm housing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did they do that? Yep, I gotta hear that. Uh, I'm housing, which is a uh, uh, EPMD minor threat. Cypress. Wait, Hill. which minor threat? Song? In my eyes. Okay. Yep. Rolling Stones, Street Fighting Man. That's actually pretty good too. That makes sense. Oh, they do uh, the Stooges down on the street. Yeah. And then the bonus track was that they do a live version of Kick Out the Jam. Okay. It's a great fucking album. I just want to make sure you understand the context of Maggie's Farm here, because I don't think you do. I mean, I know the original. Okay, so you've heard it, but Mm -hmm. you need to understand that that's the song he did at the Newport Folk Festival where he pulled out the electric guitar, and that was his punk rock moment. That was when Dylan went electric. That's the song he did. I'm I'm happy. If he's happy, I'm happy. Everybody hated it. Well, they've hated it because it came from Dylan. No, they hated it because they suck, because they don't know what's good, because people who don't like that don't know what's good. Well, I mean, I can't fault them because all of Bob Dylan is bad. So it's kind of like, what are you yeah, saying? You, like, it's bad electric? It's all bad. Yeah, I just want to make sure you understand the context that Rage Against the Machine was paying tribute to Dylan's like huge punk rock moment in I, 1965. I don't see it that way. I see it going, hey, this song sucks. Let's make it better. <laughs> and that's how I choose to live my life. Paul. Okay. The Grandmaster Flash. Flash. There's Africa Bambata. Yeah. Being the hip-hop sun Yeah. <laughs> Nat Turner. It's also good because they're not in the video. Yeah, at all. it's like, oh, we lured you in with our... Yeah. Uh, hey, look at all the cool musical artists you like. Now here's Nat Turner and Huey Newton and all the yeah. revolutionaries. Everything you need to learn. Yeah. But like... Che Guevara, of course. They're, but like... Don't be one of those white kids who listens to Rage and wears the Shea t-shirt. No. Don't. Listen don't. to Rage. Yes. Don't wear the Shea don't t-shirt. Don't wear the shirts. Don't be the guy. Don't. Don't. Didn't you even, suburban idiot. Don't even really wear a Rage Against the Machine t-shirt. Just yeah. listen to the music. That you got at the mall. Yes. And your mom put it on her credit card. Yeah, because you couldn't afford it. Yeah. Um, but I love 
I think it's because their like rhythm section is so good. The whole band is the so whole good. band is like they just so tight. Yeah. Zach, and then, okay, we go from Angela Davis, and now we're back to Houdini! That's right. Run DMC! Showing some respect. This is this is what Rage is all about. Yeah. They, <laughs> there's so many things. Yeah. Hello, cool Jay. Oh, hello. So yeah. now, remember when I uh, said I wanted the $1,000 Sony gift card? Yeah. I had just enough money to buy one CD, and I bought Renegades of Fun. Awesome. That's what I bought. I love that you got this album with your Rock and Roll Jeopardy yes. winnings. And it was strictly because I was like, I got the camera, I'm going to use it to do projects. Yeah. I got the Walkman to work out in. And I was like, I have just enough money for, for one, one album. Thing. I have, so, $18.99. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. And I was like, okay, well, I got to use it. Yeah. So I just went and got Renegade to Fun. MC Light. Yeah. Ah, oh, Slick Rick. My guy, Big Daddy Kane. Yep. My guy and then your guy. And I know they're like, they stopped, and then they kind of came back. For a while, they were they were gone for a long while. Yeah. And then there's like rumblings of like, hey, we're back. And then they're like, nah, not really. We're not really back. Yeah, I didn't follow it too closely, but I yeah. have the same sense that that's how it went down. What did you feel about Audio Slave? I hate them. Yeah, I agree. It was a terrible also, idea. Also, I, I confuse... Audio Slave with Velvet Revolver, but they both suck, so it yeah. doesn't matter. Now, Audio Slave, Velvet Revolver was the band that had Scott Weiland from Stone Temple yeah. Pilots and Duff McKagan from yeah. Guns N' Roses. Yeah, that one good song, Slither, which I like. Audio Slave was Chris Cornell from yes. Soundgarden, but you bring it up because Tom Morello, the guitar player from Rage, right? And the and the bassist and the... Oh, Audio Slave was Rage without Zach? Yeah. Yeah, but replacing like I like Chris Cornell, but it didn't work. It's, it doesn't. It's a different thing. No, it, it was a different thing, and yeah. it wasn't good. And I do remember this. Oh, okay, uh, single as well. But, yeah, I love that song. Yeah. No, that kicks ass. Thank yeah. you for. <laughs> For front-loading the garbage. <laughs> yeah. So, so I can sleep tonight. Well, now I'm curious about this last one. I told you at the top of the show I have fond memories of something stupid. <laughs> we were gonna, this was it? This I know that this was the end of 2000 because just like everyone in my senior class <clears throat> uh, loved the bad touch. Yes. Boy, did we love Afro Man's Because I Got High in, in, in that dorm room I described to you. Ugh. Uh, this is what was actually playing. Was this so? <laughs> also, a lot of G Love and Special Sauce, but. Listen, I, I kind of love G Love and Special Sauce. <laughs> Another Philly guy. The first album, too. But What? <laughs> Are you saying that this was the end of. Two, this song came around at the end of 2000? Is that I remember. Remember? I hope so, because I didn't plan it to put it at the end because. It of might that. have been summer. Still, maybe it, was I listening to this with my buddies from high school? No, I think it was my college friends. Oh, so. I love that that put this at the end. Yeah, this song. I mean, this is a pure novelty song. I have not thought about this song since it came out. Totally I forgot think about, about this it. song from time to time. Don't even didn't just and I again looking through, I was like, oh yeah, that song. I totally have not even thought about it since two thousand. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is a comedy song. Yeah. It's uh, a rapper rapping about the things he forgot to do because they got high. high. And yet, it's a novelty song. And still, 
better than most of the shit in 2000. Yes. Some of the stuff that was major hits from major labels. But this would have been like, like 25 years earlier, this would have been on a Cheech and Chong album. Yes. Like it's, like the Bad Touch is a, feels like a novelty song just because it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. But they're not a comedy act. Yes. Afro Man, I think, is more of a comedy I act think so than too. like a rapper. Yeah, I think so too. I've never heard anything no, else. No, this, this is guy. a one hit one. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. This is, this would be on, this is like, this belongs on Dr. Demento. Yeah. It's Weird Al. Yeah. You know, it's... It's it's weird. <laughs> but boy, did we think it was fucking funny. I'm and sure like, it is. we weren't wrong. It's very Beavis and Butthead-y. Yeah. I love Beavis and Butthead. You just find yourself singing the hook. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I, I'll never forget it. And this part. video is... <laughs> <laughs> and well, that's right. They used it in, uh, in uh, Jay and Simon Bob's yeah. Strike Back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have not thought about this song in ages. Uh, it's so 2000, so 2001. Like, it's barely rap. No, it's barely rap. I mean, he's singing more than he's rapping. Yeah, really. <laughs> they played this on the radio. Yeah. This yeah. was on the radio. Oh, we'd get excited when it came on. So funny. I mean, I remember listening to this and giggling because I was in my dorm room listening to it instead of the class I was supposed to be in <laughs> at that moment. Oh, uh, it's meta. Yeah. I'm skipping class. I'm going to stay and listen to that. But, uh, <laughs> For all day. Oh, and then uh, get inconsolably high. Eat oh. dry honeycomb cereal oh, and watch like daytime TV. That's your 2000. Like, again, even though this is, you know, a one hit wonder and low budget, the video is the exact same high saturation. Yeah. Oh, outside. he's an ice cream man. That's the conceit of yes. the video is he's an ice cream man. Yes. But he, yeah. also he's with sexy ladies. The sexy ladies. And he's, he's doling out weed. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's still like that high sheen. Look, it's so ugly. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's notice it's garish. Garish. Yeah. yeah. I'm now realizing I like the song more now than I did back then. Like I liked it, it was fine. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, no, this is good. There's a lot of nostalgia yeah. for it. Dude, there was a there was a place just off campus. <laughs> Anyone who's at URI at the time will remember. It's called DP Doe. And they just made calzones. It was just calzones oh, and that's it. Oh, yeah. And they used to have one that was by far the most popular called the Buffalo Zone. It was a buffalo chicken calzone. I eat the fuck out of that. Dude, we would get them every day. Yeah. We, would, <laughs> we would get so high, order DP dough calzones delivered. Oh. These, these buffalo chicken calzones. And like, listening to this song, I can taste <laughs> the fucking... Bread, like oh. the bread and chicken, like the specific combination that Deepy Doe had yeah. of the hot sauce and buffalo and uh, blue cheese dressing oh. in that fucking calzone. And I would chase it with a cherry Pepsi. I hate cherry Pepsi, but I can see that you would do that. Makes sense. That makes sense. And like listening to this, I'm like, I, it's it's like I'm chewing on a Deepy Doe. Have you had it since then? No, because by the time they, they closed before oh. I graduated, it was gone. Shit. It was gone. But the memory lives on. It's actually a small chain, and they still exist. Every one of them exists on a college campus. Oh, wow. 
but the one at URI shut down. And it was so popular that some kid, I think it was like a student or a recent graduate, like rented the space where it had been and like reopened as a calzone shop and tried to recreate the menu. Oh my God. Like they changed the name to, it wasn't, they couldn't call it the Buffalo Zen anymore because no, it was a chain place and yeah. it was a trademark thing. But they called it like the buffer zone. And like oh, they really tried guys, to like, come on. We're gonna, we're gonna homemade reopen this place. This chick is, you know, obviously like corporate just yeah. decided we're moving on, but everyone was like, no, you don't, don't go. You don't understand. And someone tried to recreate oh. the restaurant. And it didn't, wasn't I'm the sure same. there's no it way. Wasn't the same. They didn't have and it. It's like trying to open McDonald's and be like, we're going to make Big Macs that are just like Big Macs. It's, it's like, no, you're not. You, you can't do it. Yeah. You can't do it. <laughs> but oh, anyway, like. That's hysterical. The, the, the other songs like Bad Touch and Nelly Furtado gave me the same nostalgia, but in a real queasy way. Yeah. And this one's pure bliss. Yes. Pure bliss. See, it ended on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> but I got high. That I got By high. the way, I made Dean's list that semester, so no judgment. <laughs> yeah, on come that. on. He's you did fine. Also because there's a freshman like it's so not difficult. <laughs> it still counts. I went to a decent prep school for high school and then state school for college. It was not a challenge. <laughs> You're like, I'm fine. <laughs> See now it becomes a message. Yeah. And I know why. Hey, hey, I got high. Oh yeah, we sang along to this it, in large groups. It kind of does make me want to get high. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it'd be fun to get high on this. This is this is just perfect when you're 18 yeah. and have no just, responsibilities. Yeah, you're just stupid. Well, you do have responsibilities, but you can ignore them, and it kind of doesn't matter. It's, nothing's gonna matter. Which means they're not really responsibilities. No, they're they? the farthest thing from it. <laughs> They're just the things you're supposed you're to supposed be doing. You're supposed to do, but if, not, if you don't, there's no repercussions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that this came out when I was a college friend. Yeah. It's perfect. So it wasn't all bad in 2000. No, we did get Afro Man. We got Afro Man. <laughs> the 2000s brought you Afro Man. That was the best it could do. It's all it gave you is to Afro Man. Afro Man. You're like, welcome to the new millennium. This is what we have for you. Like, like I said, a part of me feels like I got ripped off that those years are unequivocal the worst in music. Yeah. The worst. But then again, if they hadn't been, would I have discovered Tom Waits? Yeah. Would I have ever listened to Nick Drake? Would I have gone out yeah. and found that shit? I don't know. Maybe yeah. not. We'll never know. That's a sliding door. It's that a sliding door that we can't, can't figure out. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, no, the 2000s, even though I enjoyed almost, I enjoyed everything on this because I picked it, but still, right? I still, but, there's the majority of it is hot fucking garbage. There are, there are dudes out there, and they're definitely fucking dudes my exact age who still just listen to Vertical Horizon. Yo, they're like, and they're like, this is the best it ever got. I mean, this is all, you know, this is I, all I need. I celebrate their entire catalog, yeah. man. <laughs> all two albums. Yeah. Still sees them when they come around. Are they still together? I don't know. 
I don't, do I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I, I like the song and I don't want to know. I'm genuinely afraid the answer is yes. I would not be surprised. It was a big enough hit. Yeah. I mean, that was a top 10 hit. That might be top five. It might be a top five. They're, they're still guys. playing state fairs. Yeah. And 40 year old dudes like me are coming out. And they're like, honey, you want. get in the car, pack up little Shannon and Rick and in the car. And we're going to go to the state fair. And they're going to see what daddy's music is. We're going to get them some deep fried Snickers. Yeah. And we're going to watch Vertical Horizon Shred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did it. I feel sick. Yeah. I mean, there were some highlights there, but... And overall, yeah. that's 2000. There were some highlights. You really, yeah. you really captured it. And, and without even having to have, like, the big hits. Like, of course, Eminem, yeah. Marshall Mathers. That's another. That's maybe the one thing that came out that was super yeah. popular that I was like, okay, the Marshall Mathers LP is undeniable. Yeah. Uh, and there are singles from that album. Yeah. I still, you know, kill you. and uh, kill, Yeah, all that shit's good. Yeah. So, yeah, there was some good stuff. But overall, I just like, woof. Big woof. Yes. But look, this show isn't just about... Talking about the stuff we like. Yeah. It's talking about all music ever. Yeah. Even the worst, <laughs> stinkiest garbage <laughs> at the bottom of the dumpster. Yeah. After they dump it out, but there's still some dregs and there's some, a little bit, there's a little bit just of just some there. sour yeah. slush at yeah. the bottom that's never gonna get cleared away. And it needs to be spoken about. And we're the podcast that does it. We're we're the ones that are the heroes. We're the real <laughs> heroes, yeah. We're the ones that say, let's revisit everything you want. Yeah. And talk about, hey, because sometimes everything you want yeah. is not what you need. Right. Or even worse, Nelly Furtado's I'm you. Like a Bird. How dare you? <laughs> Done. How dare you? You can besmirch Vertical Horizon. You cannot besmirch Nelly Furtado. They are two sides of the same <laughs> coin. Awful. Oh, boy. Thank you, Kirk. Question. That's what I said at the beginning. Thank Good you. question mark. Yeah, that is actually now yeah. it's come full circle. Yeah. Now I understand. Now you get it. Now I understand. But honestly, I should thank you for doing all of the homework for this episode <laughs> that I didn't have the strength to. You do. didn't have the courage because I you're too attached. I couldn't. Yeah, I had a little more age and distance from it. Yeah. 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 Uh, it hurts my soul. <laughs> But that's it for this episode of Music Raygun. Uh, Ray, Music Raygun is hosted and produced by me, Paul Champanelli. And me, Kirk Pinchon. Until next time. See ya! See ya.